0: We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. This crusade, this war on terrorism,
1: uh,
0: is going to take a while.
1: We came, we saw, we died. <laughs>
0: we tortured some folks.
2: Men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle, you are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate, only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. And the pod has been parked. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's episode 43 of Dave versus Goliath, thank you for being here with me to help me take on the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm still riding high. I had a great, great day yesterday. And I don't know, they can be few and far between these days, so take some victories when you get them. Uh, seriously, for me personally, one for the record books, maybe top five, top five days. Um, but we'll get more into that in just a second. If you're hearing this, please share the links on uh, iTunes. Leave a nice review. Uh, a couple of wads left of one star. Hurts my feelings. I know it shouldn't, but it hurts my feelings. So pick a four or five star review somewhere in that realm. And uh, leave that for your boy. That would mean a lot. Um, and share the links. Go follow. Smash the likes and subscribes on the YouTubes and those things. That would mean the world. And... If you're feeling froggy, check out wheeliespharmacy.com, W-H-E-E-L-Y-S-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y, for fantastic CBD products, tinctures, capsules, lotions, teas, and uh, use DVG15 to save 15% at checkout. Now, on to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I had a good fucking time yesterday. As I said, I'm jazzed up. The Rage Against the War Machine Rally was a total and complete success, and I had so much fun. I have so much to be grateful for, and I got some friends here tonight, some people that helped put on the show are going to maybe tell us how that went for them, and maybe we'll see how the sausage was made a little bit, but before we get to that, this show and yesterday's production, which we'll get more into that too, oh boy, could not have happened without my main man. Dan. Dan, what's up, dog?
3: Yo. How you mean? doing, man? Yeah, I'm still riding high as well, my friend. That oh, was what great. a day, huh? Yeah. We made it happen. I'm proud of you. I didn't expect to be a cameraman yesterday, but but you just stepped you the fuck up. You were knocking interviews out left and right. It was hour after hour of that. I'll tell you what, man.
2: I did a show earlier today with uh, the, that dude Dan Smots, And uh, he was like, man. You guys were, like, on it, and I was like, you know what? I didn't think about it. Anytime that these, like, the professional operations go around, they have tripods. They have all kinds of stuff <laughs> they got to set up. They got to, like, make sure the shot is right. Me and you were like, sir, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can we can we do this thing? for you? you got two minutes of time? Then Yeah. We were ready in 10 seconds, dog, and I couldn't have done it
3: without you, dude. You stepped up, man. Listen, thanks, and, and I'm the glad tripod that things these- missing. But you know what? I'm glad the things went missing temporarily because if right. not, we wouldn't have done it that way. Like, there's a man in a spacesuit up the steps. Let's run up and talk to him. Like we were mobile, we were moving the whole time. Yeah. It was great. If we, you know, it would have been fine the other way too. But that's a whole other uh, story altogether, isn't it? Right. And we're gonna get into that a little bit, bro.
2: But man, I just yeah. First, I you know, in the words of our good friend Bud, you know, we need to practice gratitude in this world every day. Right. And um so grateful for the experience and for you being there dude and and like uh like I said stepping the hell up when when we needed you you know and we really did it thank you man my pleasure um so any uh like highlights of the day like pop out for you any like speeches that you were like damn that was the one or like I never heard that
3: guy before and they really had something or what do you think it, it's <laughs> I mean, for pure enjoyment purposes and entertainment purposes, this this is the second time I've seen Gerald Salente speak. And it's fire every single time. And I love, it's such a perfect, like, he balances out the other side. You know, Ron Paul's the goat. Tulsi was good. Everybody was good, but when he's up there, Calling everybody pimps and whores and everything. Like he he gets it's just different. Corporate
2: (laughs) prostitutes out there spilling their shit. Oh, it was fucking awesome, dude. Him
3: and Jimmy Dore. They
2: got a little uh they got a little
3: spunk on him. Yeah. Uh, that was the one time when he was when he was. I was like, Hold on, can we just hold on for one minute? Let me just let me just watch this guy for a minute.
1: (laughs) He is really great.
3: And then when we were back there in the back when he walked by, I didn't realize also he's like he's 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 an adorable little guy, bro. Isn't it great when people can let us be tall? Yeah,
2: it's it's rare. Always feels good. I, know. I love it. Me and Daniel McAdams yesterday, I was like, "You're my new friend. Come on over here, <laughs> shoulder to shoulder." That's right. <laughs> Who, by the way, had heard the show or heard of it, one Actually, or the that other? Was a
0: highlight
3: too.
2: That was pretty neat. Hey, keep up the good work. When he hey, told same, you to man. keep
3: up the good work, I saw you. <laughs> You know, I don't even know if he's
2: lying or not. be honest with you, I don't it's even care. Word. Thank yeah. you for the compliment, sir. <laughs> we will keep up the good work. I will now. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> now that you're watching and you got my card when I send you that email, looking out for that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know you had cards until yesterday. You were flipping those things out like crazy. dude. Good thing you had got cards. Him. You had cards? Had those, got those ready for uh, Reno. Figured why oh, not,
2: okay. you know. Try and network. I'm pretty sure most of those got thrown out. So many flyers and cards and things on the table at Reno. I'm pretty sure that just got recycled by yeah. thousands of pounds. Um, but yeah, definitely got those. Handed out a few. Ben Swan got one and Medea Benjamin got one. We should mention that. That was a really great connection. She uh,
3: That was real she, cool. Very casual, very cool. She seemed like, yeah. you know, nice lady. For people who don't know, she's the uh, head of Code Pink and she dropped off of the
2: Uh, rally at the behest of her own employees who weren't excited about Jackson Hinkle and the Mises caucus, because I guess that's where all the alt-right racist, nationalist, homophobic, bigoted people are. So when I saw her at the rally, first, I didn't expect to see her, though she did make it to, in fairness, she made a post that said, hey, I'm not going to speak, but I'm still in favor of this rally, which is okay. Um, But she was there, and right in that little press area where we got to hang out. Uh, Shout out to Dylan and Amy. Um, But she walked by, and I said, Medea. And she turned around, and I said, uh, I'm sorry that you're not speaking here today. And she said, we're speaking right now. And I was like, oh, man, this lady's cool. That's really cool. (laughs) Um, So I said, she said, who are you here with? And I said, I'm here with the Mises Caucus, specifically. You know, could have been Delaware or... The Libertarian Party or whatever, but I wanted her to know. And uh, I said, just so you know, I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been watching for 15 or 20 years. I've told my people in the LP for years that we need to emulate what you guys do, shutting down shop in D.C. and coming in there and, you know, shitting on a Halliburton rally or whatever, just getting in the streets, which is, you know, what we did yesterday. And I said, I really admire you, and I want you to know that all those things that you heard about us are not true. And here's my business card. So when you get my email, (laughs) we can have a talk, and we can do more coalitioning and more bridge building, and uh, she's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Great day. Yeah, it was great.
3: Yeah. Even the Um, – I don't know if you caught up anything yet, but uh, senile POTUS guy was pretty phenomenal too. He was probably – the talk of the day. Like earlier, I was talking <laughs> okay. to Dan.
2: He's like, Who are your favorite speeches? And I was like, I wanted to say, you know, well, Tulsi, Ron Paul, Scott sure. Horton, but it's not true. It was Gerald Salente, probably there Jimmy is. Dore, because that's what, or Max Blumenthal in the morning. Remember yeah, that guy was, was on, on fire. Because um, that's what I'm looking for some fire. fire. Um, let's see. That's funny. You did mention some clips, bro. Oh, did you? Before, did you... <laughs> No, no, listen, this is this, it's been quite a day. Um, and we do have some clips to play. However, this would have taken me, I don't know, four days (laughs) to do, but I shipped some of this stuff off to the homie Dan Smots. (laughs) Bro, it, he, it was incredible. Like we were, like I said, we did a show earlier today, and as he's prepping for the show, he's editing this video. Oh, my God. And he put this out. It's already out. We watched a little bit of it earlier, but we are going to play this here tonight because it's fucking worth it and uh, probably going to share it a bunch after that. But let's take a look at some of the action that we got into yesterday. Machine 2023, baby. Unity!
4: I'm I'm stoked, man. I didn't know what to expect as far as the turnout. I don't think anybody did, but there's got to be upwards of 5,000 people here.
2: My tripod got stolen today early on and I'm still looking at the communists in their general direction. Not casting any blame, but just saying that's a possibility. We're gonna go talk to those guys later. He is a communist. There's your flag. I'm not calling you that in a derogatory way. That's what you're all about. American communist. Nice, seize the means of production. So what's your message here today? Oh, uh, we have a senile potus in the White House, but that's nothing new. I could have recycled this from the Reagan era. I just spoke with some commies over there. Very nice. They're great people. They got wonderful hearts. Bro, I think they stole my tripod, but I'm not casting any aspersions yet. I'm pretty sure. It's a possibility, I'm sure though. sure it's community
0: stuff.
2: Um, it's everybody's now. Share ever that's the sure. people's tripod. Thanks for dressing up today, man. Yeah, yo, no doubt. You know? Somebody has to represent. Talk to your boy, Michael Heiss. That's a hard thing to do. You know, he needs to class it up
0: a lot of lefties out here too, the good kind.
2: I just had a nice chat with a commie who I think may have stole my tripod. Holy smokes, Jacob Hornberger in the building. What's happening, man? Jacob, come here. He's going to the restroom and he'll be right back. He's not gonna be back to talk to me.
4: You need to go find the haters in the Libertarian Party. Y'all just need to have a sad little pitiful party together. Well,
2: we can't have a Putin rally and expect no one to give any pushback,
1: right? Oh, God.
2: Don't tell people where you live. There could be feds crawling all over this place, bro. You could be a fed. Look at that haircut. That's what I said, bro. The cut was too close. They asked me if I wanted baby butt. I said yes. You look like Richard Spencer. Fuck.
4: I moved to New Hampshire. That's all I got. (laughs)
2: That's it. Moved to Florida. (laughs) That's the that's the split. Um, so I'm just happy to be here today. Um, thanks for putting this on. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. We're against fascism too. Fuck the fascists. Fuck the fascists. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs>
3: It was, was so much good. Fun. Uh, Karen Ann was great too. You guys awesome. were chatting on their steps for a while. We should you should chop that whole thing up more. She's fantastic.
2: Yeah. So I think the plan. Uh, yeah, he put that out on his show earlier. Got me all emotional. And then uh, I think the plan is the. Oh, because obviously he's a lot better at that at that stuff than I am. Um, I could do it, but like I said, it wouldn't be that good, and it would take fucking weeks. And um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we're kind of going to co co-work on this, but, uh, and shake and bake it a little bit. And he's going to help me get the full interviews out with, uh, he hasn't even seen, I think, like I said, man, he got most of the footage, like up until the show and he's editing it and then, uh, he'll get some more and we'll, we'll upload those to the page. But, uh, I'm just, yeah, that made me feel really good. He's the man. Uh, Okay. So we have some people who are going to join us who helped put on this event tonight, bro. Awesome. Um, let's bring them in. Guys, first up, we got Tim Miller out of Maryland. What's up, Tim?
0: What's going on, guys? Oh,
2: All right, man. Up next, we got Dr. Maverickakis out of Delaware. How are you, ma'am? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Yeah, and you don't have to speak, so you, you let your personality shine tonight. You, you can speak up. <laughs> don't you worry about that. Have a good okay, time. Dave you Casey. you it. You're not on the clock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have a good time. You know. Uh, and lastly, we got Brian Kunkowski. How you doing, man?
4: <laughs> What's Brian. going on, Dave? I don't I don't know why I'm here, but thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, you know a why story. you're
2: here. <laughs> uh, what do you you got the fan on in there, Brian? What are you in a wind tunnel, buddy?
4: Oh no no, is it bad sound.
2: Uh, it's not great. I'm not gonna lie. Right, it's okay though.
4: The, Just uh, if we're check. <laughs> no problem we,
2: had a, we got to do a sound check with everybody else Earlier, we probably should have got you in It's okay How you making out now? If you're muted, it's all good So you can just turn that on whenever you're not But uh, you guys We got uh, three, three Libertarians from three different states right? Brian, you're from PA, right? Nice, no, from Maryland Oh, uh, okay, two Maryland and one I'm sorry, two Maryland one Delaware Where Yeah, the fuck he was, our, he was
0: one of our candidates this year
2: that's right. That's man. right. Beautiful. Well, you were at Liberty Speaks too, right? I was. That's right. That's right. Awesome. See, this is how the community gets built, right? Exactly. Build yep. that infrastructure out. People know. They've seen the past episodes. Irene is the only person who's ever gotten me kicked off YouTube.
1: <laughs> For telling medical truth that is still medical, on Literal Liberty.
2: medical truth.
1: That missing number no- right.
2: haunts him now. <laughs>
1: Literally, <laughs> yeah. I hate
2: that it skips the number It's so fucking annoying
1: But you know, oh, that's still my, on Liberty Speaks, Dave
2: uh, It's not the same, Irene It's my YouTube I want the numbers to, you know, connect oh my 24, gosh. 25, 26,
3: 29 It's a shame, because that was a hell of a presentation, too
2: Yeah, it's, and you can still get it It's on Ozzy, but just not on my YouTube page
1: <laughs> And it's on Liberty Speaks YouTube
2: i know you got it there too you should go check that out it's a great one um before we get too into it let's uh just read some of these comments if we may let's see daniel said i should have went to the rally instead i saw dave smith do comedy this weekend you fucking blew it bro sorry you know what i mean uh let's see jose says nice to meet you guys in person yo man you too um you know what? I made a post with me and Ben Swan. I said, Don't tell me my hair ain't luxurious when you know that it is, bitch. You could put Joe's eye up there. That guy's got a fancy quaff too. I probably could have made that picture. Uh, let's see. Who else we got in here? Chris. Oh, dudes, congrats on that move with Medea. That's the perfect way to handle it. Thanks, man. Where is the video of the whole event? Don't look at me, dude. I tried to live stream and a little bit, it was shaky, awful. So everything I did is pre recorded. Uh, but I'm sure the Libertarian Party streamed it, and I think the People's Party did too. So you could probably watch the whole thing. And there's great high-quality videos already out there. Forrest Mommy says, "Love this, good job, Dave and Dan. Love this, love this, good job, Dave and Dan." Okay, <laughs> thank you, appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, both out of Colorado, love Karen Ann, Colorado represent. Shannon's in the house too. Yeah, see, this is we got the we got peeps in here tonight. Travis was out there doing his thing yesterday, man. <laughs> What's up, Travis. Travis? Thank you, bro.
1: Travis, bro, Tim is a and big Irene. help, man. Travis. Yep. <clears throat> yeah,
2: we'll
1: talk about it. I walked past it. him.
2: I walked yeah. past him when we were doing the march to the White House, almost past him. And then he, he was all business, though. Gave him a quick pound and then uh, moseyed on. But, bro, thanks for everything. Hector um, Roos says the doctor's in the house. He must be talking about you, Irene.
1: I think so. Because
2: Dr. Dre's not here laying fat beats down no. on anybody. So, it's got to be you. Uh, let's see. Anything else in here? Shannon's laughing. Loves the giggles. All right, we can uh, move on. So, no modesty here. Who was the ringleader amongst the three of you? Um, Angela know, and Nick. Well, yeah, okay. for sure. There's a hierarchy, but out of the three of you that are here tonight, who's who's second in charge? We're third.
1: We're all a team, and we all work together. And we're Irene. So this is horseshit. Irene's being no, Irene. She, she was next
0: in line. Irene, next She's okay. the truth. <laughs> Irene took, took care of a ton of the detailed things that nobody else was doing. And, you know, she organized so much of it. Um, I, m- me, I was just kind of the site coordinator with the production company and the where everything goes and trying to facilitate, making sure everybody was in the right spot and had what they needed. Uh, but Irene man she she came through on a lot of that's that those details and and things that we needed and, and delegating tasks and stuff. So it was it was good to see.
1: Well thanks a you know, much
2: bigger production than I had anticipated it was going to be. And well, weeks before it took place, I realized it was going to be a much bigger event than I thought it
0: was going to be. Um so again, it you know, was what, a nightmare, but we got through it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well I Tim, imagine, thank and, you. Go ahead.
0: No,
2: you go ahead. Tell Tim thanks. And and yeah, and how I'm was, what were say the biggest again, challenges?
1: No, I mean, I just want to say again, thanks for the kind words. But again, this was an incredible team event. Um, and I just want everybody to realize that Angela and Nick were fearless leaders and the amount of work that they did was uh, absolutely epic. And The coalition group of core people, both of the Libertarians and the People's Party and some other people across the coalition are close, united, and are just a group of people that I would love to spend more time with, and we're going to go onward from this. This is just the beginning, and I think people need to really understand that really we all want the same thing you know love community something to do be productive family and we just disagree on the path to those goals and um i formed a little signal chat uh because there was some debate going on especially around some controversy, there was some debate going on in the work group chat and it was incredibly distracting. So I'm like, okay, let's make a chat. And so I deliberately called it love, liberty, and lefties. So the first word they have to stare at is love. And so that we moved that debate into that channel, although nothing really got debated because we were all so darn busy uh, doing this, but this really was a team effort. I did the role that, you know, I needed to do, but there's so many people that were.
0: I'm just jealous of what Brian had. He had the best job of all. He really did. He had the best job. I came out of nowhere and then ended up with the best job. You, you absolutely did. And I'm Brian. You
1: know, tell them what your job was. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> so, it's so good. Plus, what I did to you was terrible. Can I tell them.
4: <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, you tell... Well. I don't- you tell. You tell. I got <laughs> to hang out with
0: Ron
4: Paul all day. There's nothing bad about it. There, yeah. nothing was bad about it.
1: But no, what I did—that did was your—that was like your official.
2: That was your yeah. official title for the day. Was like liaison yeah. to Ron Paul, correct? Uh, but, yeah, it, the, my bad said assistant to Ron Paul. Yeah, yeah, assistant to Ron Paul. But dude, can I can is- I tell them now? Can I can I tell them now? Yeah, Not yeah,
4: Irene, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, so <laughs>
2: this really made my day. Um, A few days before the event, Um, I got a message from Brian on Twitter and he said, listening to your show the other day, you said you were bringing a microphone. I cannot confirm or deny that I will be Dr. Paul's assistant for the rally. I also can't make any promises, but I can try to get you a few few with him if you'd like. Got to stay on the DL though. And I didn't say anything until this whole event was over, but I just got to say, man, like, you know, you don't know me from anybody. Like, we're practical strangers. And you reached out with that. And I, that just touched me, bro. I just wanted to say thank you. That was, like, so thoughtful. And, yeah, that is definitely the best job for the day. And it didn't, <laughs> it didn't pan out, but don't worry, because I got to come up and tell him he was my hero again. That's usually all I tell him when I get to see him. Hey, man, you're my hero. Thank you. Um, but just that really meant a lot that you were like, hey, I could try and help somebody else out and try and
4: get him a couple minutes. Yeah. At it. the time, I didn't know exactly. Irene, I'm sorry. You told totally me not to tell anybody, but you know, I, <laughs> that's why
1: I'm laughing so hard because I, because I gave him the assignment. I don't know, like a week ago, and I didn't pick you. I suggested you to Angela, and she approved you. And I told him you cannot tell anybody that this is your assignment because people are going to bother you, right? And so he, and I, and, I, and I was like, and what did I say? You can't be all fanboy about it. And he's like, okay. And then he'd make these cryptic tweets about like this great <laughs> day that's coming out. And I'm the only one who knows what he's talking about and repeating this tweet. And I'm dying because I don't know if you know, but I'm really good friends with Dave Casey. And Dave Casey knew about it and didn't tell me that you told him about it.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm a man of my word. I don't. I didn't, didn't want to. You know, I'm not going to. Of course,
4: my it's trust may be
0: broken with Irene, but uh, my trust <laughs> with you is very strong, dude. I don't know how you contain that in, in general. I because I, I would have been blabbing to everybody.
1: <laughs> no, because I told him not to. <laughs> Irene told so me not ser- to. Yeah, I was I, so serious. <laughs> I do not want people talking about it or why he. You know, they just said that they wanted someone to make sure that people didn't. You know, because people crowd him. You know,
0: he was such a gracious dude. (laughs) He was like, I was a little. And it's so it's so interesting to watch him because like he's so like poised all the time, and like he was just sitting there patiently when he wasn't, you know, when nobody was engaging him, and when people did engage him, he was like gracious. He stood up, shook their hand, had words with them, and you know, and moved on. But like he's just this like kind, humble guy, and it's just like. Yeah, he's older and he's he's not as uh he's not as sharp as he used to be, but like man, he's he's still like the the hero that everybody remembers. And it's like the greatest thing in the world to see, you know. And to that have him the there was, it was amazing.
2: You and you like I said, you were his assistant for the day and I, your last Twitter post I think was you like showing your badge, but you didn't get to take a picture with him because in your words you were working.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't uh I uh, I, 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 man, spoke, man. I spoke a few words with him, you know, just kind of small talk, you know, every now and then check in, make sure he didn't need anything. But other than that, I was just standing. I was shadowing him for the whole time that he was there. And, uh, you know, it's not just him that I wanted a picture with, because I was up in that green room. You had uh, Clint Russell. You had Reed Coverdale. You had Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, at one point I had, you know, I was standing next to Ron Paul. I had Tulsi Gabbard three feet away from me. Uh, Scott Horton, you know, six, seven feet away from me, uh, Angela McCurdle and her baby are right on the other side. So I had all these amazing people surrounding me the entire time and I could not fangirl at all. You know, I, I had a, just, I had a job to do. That was a job. So it was like killing me inside, but, uh, I'm glad I got the job and I'm glad I got to experience that. And that Tim was there, you know, you know, me and Tim are buddies We're both in Maryland. So it's like, we're, we were like. You know, eyeing each other up every now and then, like, dude, how crazy is this? Right. So, uh, it was such an honor. Irene, thank you for, uh, considering me for the job. And Angela, I'm, I'm so glad that she approved me for the job. It was, uh, yeah, it was something to remember for, uh, definitely the rest of my life. It's going to be a story that I'm going to be telling my my grandchildren for sure. No doubt. Yeah.
1: Man. You were great. And, and, just uh, <laughs> sometimes I'd feel like Ron was getting, Ron Paul was getting crowded. So I'd, call him on the (laughs) walkie-talkie like brian are you there because it was like yeah it was
4: it was he wanted, like it was it was odd because i'll be honest i've never like run security or anything like this ever before in my life so it was like i could see him like wanting to engage but at the same time like you you can't overcrowd the man right he is an older guy he needed, like, if he was standing in one spot, he did need, like, a little, like, stabilization. Um, So it was, like, as long as he was keep, kept moving and and he was, unimpe- like, unimpeded in his movement, like, it was okay. And uh, uh, Amy Lepore's husband, she was, he was helping me out, too, because uh, he was the, the head of our security. So it was, uh, you know, Shout me and him. Dylan. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan, he was, that's the first time I ever met him. He was awesome. Um, so me and him were doing a lot of like eye to eye contact, kind of like, you know, reading it because we, he, he likes that, but I, I call it right away that he liked the, and he even said it, the excitement that he gets from people and engaging with people. And that, that gives him energy. So I didn't want to be like, like, no, don't, no, no, you know what I mean? But I also right. didn't want him to feel overcrowded. So for me, it was a huge learning experience, not just because it, you know, it was, it was dr paul but just doing security in in that way um but it was it was it was so amazing it was so cool just being up there with everybody and seeing you know kind of the inner workings of of how the speakers worked how that whole system worked and it went from me being down in the tent at the maryland table to uh just seeing everything come together like in real time from the behind the scenes and it being even more amazing than just you know what you're seeing uh, by the reflection pod. It was amazing.
2: Hey, man, some things are better than selfies. You
4: know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that yep.
2: experience, you know, is gonna is better than a selfie. As, as as cool as that would be. Uh, in fact, when I was talking to Smots earlier today, he was like, man, I just wished when, when I saw Ron Paul at Reno, you know, I was in the same room and blah, blah, blah. I was supposed to be at his table, but I didn't get to sit there because he sat at the other one and I didn't get a picture. I'm like, bro, you showed Ron Paul your your two minute Ron Paul commercial, like as a, like a private viewing for him to watch, like in a room of all your peers, that's better than anything.
0: That was, that's better than anything. That was was incredible. I got to shake his hand.
4: I mean, that's, that's, that's all I needed. I got to shake his hand and then that was it. And then just be in his presence. And that was, that was enough. That honestly was enough. The badge is proof that I was with him. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. But, uh,
2: that's a, that's a pretty good souvenir.
4: You've, oh, yeah. It's, it's hanging up in my bedroom right now. Um, I'm never going to get rid of that thing. So, yeah, I didn't get a picture with him, but I got to shake his hand, you know, have a few words with him. And that's, that's enough. That's something I'll remember for the rest of my life. Hell yeah. Well, buddy. you
1: were awesome and uh, perfect. It really was just to make sure that no one, you know, run, ran him over, you know? Yeah. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Kay. I believe he's from Maryland too. Uh, it was so cool seeing Dr. Paul in person. Scratch that off my libertarian bucket list. What a great event! Travis said over a hundred k raised. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, thank you guys. Anybody that donated, anybody that sponsored the event, anybody that showed up, it was incredible. I mean, that it started really gaining steam, like as like we got to the later stages of planning it, and uh, I mean, I think people kind of went from. Oh, yeah, okay. here goes the libertarians again, uh, to oh, they're doing something. They have four former members of Congress now. I guess we should get on board, and it was I mean three to five thousand people, something like that uh it was awesome, so it was some of the hit
2: pieces, I think it was the Washington Times said hundreds of people showed up. I'm like, you liars, you awful, just the way that they hard left, hard right, these things. Yeah, well, Well, nobody nobody hard, nothing. I don't know. We're awesome.
1: Well, (laughs) I think it's because they really don't understand that this coalition is going to become incredibly powerful. And this is just the beginning. it's,
2: It's because they do or they don't understand?
1: They do not understand.
2: See, I would go the opposite way. And I would say that they will shit on you and tarnish you and destroy your name because they do understand.
0: Yeah, well, well you know, you excuse the libertarians that are smearing us over this event because so, those people are just fucking cowards.
1: Go ahead. So you know, it was interesting because you all know how I am at this point, but, um, and I knew a lot of that stuff and I just don't really talk about it and, um, and I won't, but I will say that a moment that was really heartbreaking for me was that the communists were way more gracious than some of these hating libertarians. And it just reminds you that it's about the individual person, right? So I'm not going to group any of the people that were disparaging. I rarely engage in people on Facebook, but there was a post on Facebook and I did engage um, because, you know, my name and my organization were attached to this and I'm a professional and you're not going to imply that I condone whatever you want to imply and smear my name. So I did engage, but, you know, let's talk about the positives. And I have, I have so many stories. I don't even know which story to tell you. There's even a bad story. You guys have no idea. I haven't told anybody the story of
0: Well, real quick, I want to give a shout out to the production company because Classic Sound and Stage uh, and Ryan with those guys, they were amazing every step of the way. And, um, you know, down to the indecision of a big coalition um, leadership to, you know, all the minutiae trying to get us on the same page, trying to get us on track, really showing us like, hey, we need to do this to make sure your show goes right. Like those guys killed it. And they were there at 5 Uh, a.m. I met them there at the Lincoln Memorial and um, they were so professional and you know, we had some hiccups and stuff, but uh, I mean, overall, I I would recommend using them anytime because they killed it.
1: Yeah, they were great. And the security team was absolutely amazing. That was Godric and his team.
0: Yeah. They were, they they were so
1: helpful and useful and um, (laughs) this, There's just um, so many stories with that. Um, So they were wonderful. And the whole team of volunteers from all political parties, all the sponsors were super helpful. And I just can't begin to explain uh, what a wonderful experience and how I really feel like this is something that we can just take from and move on and make the world a better place. I feel like it was historic. I think I'm probably very biased, but I think it was.
2: Listen, I think that it was a total success. And just while we're on it, real quick, and while I have you here, I want to just reiterate the fact that we are not all going to – God, yesterday was proof, right, if we ever needed it. We're not all the same. We're not – even in this room, right, we don't see all things the same way. And some of us are more empathetic than others. Some of us are more right-brained, more left brain. Some of us are good at fucking doing these things or that, right? And when you see people in the liberty movement like Irene or like Karen Ann, Right, who are love? You protect these people, and because they don't want to fight. I mean, Karen I might want to fight a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? Like when they are all passion to, and will. all, but she will, right? I mean, I'm so people that do like to fight should be out there. Just to, you know what I'm saying? I, I I will take those slings and arrows. I don't give a fuck. Susan Hothgard can eat it. You know what I mean? I don't get. Some people are better than that. They don't want to sling mud. I, I'll sling it all day. So when you see people that are leading with heart, that are, just want to see, she just wants to see this movement grow and work hard at it. She's a medical doctor. You know how many other things she could be doing with her time? You know what I mean? So yeah, you're right, Irene. When I see libertarians uh, talking shit on libertarians doing this kind of work, it really does piss me off too. With that said, let's check out some neat tweets.
0: Here are some uh, tweets.
2: This tweet is from Michael Heiss. Yesterday made me, re- made me realize that working with based left-wingers is better than with left, li- left libertarians. Therefore, I wholeheartedly endorse the move for them to call themselves liberals. Libertarian is Rothbard's word, our word. We're anti-state and pro-property rights. Own it. I'll tell you what, I love that dude. You know what I mean? Cuts to the point, and he fit it in that 140 characters, and we fucking mean it. Um, what a guy. Um, and while we're at it, checking out some neat tweets, I might check out Susan Hogarth's tweet while we're here.
0: He you won't have, have time to read it all before we all fall asleep.
2: Oh my God. No, I'm not even going to show
1: you the picture, but I will tell you. <laughs> Am I allowed to change the subject? <laughs> no,
0: mm, no. She deserves, she deserves <laughs> to get slammed for the crap that she's been pulling, man. But you don't have to and, I know how you feel Irene, ahead. and, and I, I understand completely, but like, these people, but I have. They, they need to go away. They're not productive, and all they do is shit on productivity and people that are doing work. So but they,
2: I'm a Unity guy. Listen, hold up. I, I've still maintained, after Reno, i maintained a, just a business relationship with her. We're friends on Facebook. This was the, the, the thing that ends that, though. You know what I mean? Now she's in that, that, bar, that bin of deplorables. That's where I'm putting her with the rest of them. Because she posted a picture with Angela on the stage that the Jumbotron picks up with the guy with the Russian flags. As, this is, as if this is representative of the whole uh, show with the quote, such a horrible look for the LP National to have our chair, Angela uh, for LNC chair, her, her handle, speaking in front of and waving Russian flags. Utterly horrible optics.
1: Okay, I'm done who, being who, nice. Let's go. You ready? I'm going to spill you? the tea.
2: Hold on, hold on. Who can trust you when you say you're not pro-Russian state? Either deliberate or excuse me, either, either deliberate or useful idiot. That's what she said about Angela. And uh, okay, her efforts. go ahead, Irene.
1: Okay, time to spill the tea. I'm done. So, you know, this is a thing that is incredibly heartbreaking because and incredibly disingenuous. Because the truth and the fact of the matter is that Susan knows that that's absolutely not the case. First of all, okay. Thank you. Okay. So, and 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 it, and it breaks my heart. Um that someone of that caliber, Susan, would stoop to these levels. And I'm not going to say anything personally, but I'm going to tell you a few stories. You should know that when we first created this organization, um, Liberty Speaks was one of the first people to want to sponsor the event because I'm literally in there and I'm the co-founder of Liberty Speaks, right? And um, Susan was adamant, adamant that her caucus be a sponsor. And, um, uh, you know, the webmasters and Christian, like Jorge and Christian, you know, were just testing like how the sponsors would look and they used Liberty Speaks because we had already offered to give 500 bucks and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so Liberty Speaks was on there first and I think Mises was on there. Um, And she was just irate that her caucus wasn't on there. And, you know, it just bothers me, you know, but I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I just want to say that what she said. Thank you. Right, she dropped, but I'm saying she was so adamant about getting the sponsorship. And what I said to her was, you know, they're going to be tough decisions that we have to make for this this, um, event, okay? And I followed whatever Angela and Nick wanted on rare occasions i would give him advice for which i will never tell anybody my advice on any of the things that i said and i'm not going to say whether or not they listened to me or not because they were the leaders and they made all the decisions okay okay so i just it really breaks my heart that she would tweet bad stuff about angela like now you guys got up well, here here's the thing me, and though. now i'm outside you, my as, empath space and now i feel like a bad person but it's really oh, you know the show you were coming on baby not girl the, it's all good okay, <laughs> it's, it's not for, the <laughs> truth <It's> like <laughs> we'll, well do and, we and have control wait wait do we have control over the fact that there were people with russian flags my god we're free that's speakers, what no I, right? I said this
2: to her i said <laughs> what would you have her do do you want do you want security to go um just shit on that guy's freedom of speech What do you want us to have him physically removed? You know, what do you want her to turn around and say, "Hey, bro, this is fucked up." During her speech, like, what would what would you do?
1: You want to know the story? Nick Brana came to me and said. Irene, can you see if you can do something about the Russian flags? Not because we don't want them to have them, but because the optics is looking weird from the camera, we would never tell anybody not to have I told the
2: guy that. I told the guy hanging the flag. No, so Nick Brana
1: came to me, and then I looked at Angela, and I said, how am I going to even do that? And we're free speechers, and they have a right to do that. And so they have a right to fly Russian flags at our rally because this is the United States of America. And who am I to tell them what they're going to fly? And so what if the optics look? bad i don't even care you know I mean, what are the, you gonna do the moral do? of the
2: story is that susan hogarth is trash
1: no that's we don't say nice we don't say bad things about people can i tell you no, 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 another no, 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 listen,
2: story that, no, no no that's the whole problem is that her character is shit
1: no that's, that's what not i'm saying true. She's, she's really intelligent
2: no, 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 no.
0: She, she lost all respect. I mean, I tried to work no. with her and, you know, I tried to engage her and be nice to her. And Brian, I know you were you, you were a state organizer for the Radical Caucus for Maryland and you just quit over this thing. So, you know, it, no, it, the, it's there, not. there's a there's a very real consensus of her character at this point. And it doesn't it's not it's not to be mean to her. It's not to shit on her. It's because no. she has done shitty things and she is. Dragged people's name through the mud. The things that she said about Angela are just disgusting, and she they are re-
1: disgusting.
0: Well, she needs to have a little bit of a rebuke for it, and you know yeah, it can't be let deserved. go because you know I, there's a lot of haters and stuff, and they're going to say what they want into the ether, but they're never going to do any work. Susan Hogarth, she used to do some work, and she was willing to contribute to this thing, and then she bitched out, and then wanted to drag everybody else, and that's not fucking and then right. And still
2: showed up, showed up, and lied I told about to the stay event. home.
0: She should
2: yeah. stayed home. She showed up, so she was there, and still said that there was just you know some hundreds of people.
1: Okay, There's but can I tell you people. something? Can I? Say yeah, but then something? we're gonna get off
2: this subject because I don't want to swim in uh, the the negativity anymore. Go ahead.
1: I know my whole. So I'm just saying that we I destroyed all
2: make, your whole soul tonight, Irene. That's what I was no, trying to do. No, we're
1: gonna. I have good stories. No, I'm just saying that we all make mistakes, right? And so maybe she made a mistake. Irene, but listen. Remember what on. I said
2: earlier about the 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 the, sh- the shit stirrers protecting the people who have empathy. You have to have trust in the shit stirrers sometimes because you okay, can't have can
1: it both I, ways. Okay, can I change the subject now?
4: Yeah, <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> I just want to say that she is just cancer to the entire movement <laughs> to the party. Yeah. Um, I have been part of the radical caucus for two years. I've been the state organizer for about a year and a half. And I did it because I know that nobody else in my state would have done it. And I did it because I am a Samuel Edward Konkin fan. Uh, I'm an agorist. So, you know, he started the Radical Caucus back in the 70s. And I said, you know what? Here's the Radical Caucus. Maybe we can change it from the inside and make it radical again. But she consistently voiced her opinion that the entire board would take and It was it was just a constant battle, constant battle, uh, trying to fight what she was saying against the board. And then when they pulled their sponsorship from the uh, from the rally, I sent an email to the chair and I said, I am no longer the Maryland state coordinator. Immediately take my name, my number, my email, every all my information off your website. You're not going to ever get another dollar from me. And. Honestly, what it comes down to is they're never going to have another coordinator in Maryland ever again. I can almost guarantee it. I was their last bet to having a foot in Maryland, and they just completely ruined it. So, yeah, uh, Susan Hogarth, I kept giving her the benefit of the doubt for years, and she is just straight cancer. And we just all need to ignore what she says. The the sooner we the, the majority of us can do that, the better.
2: See the beautiful thing about me knowing so little about you, Brian. But already we've established in the earlier in the show that you're a man of integrity. Like no wonder that you won't have any of this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So of course we have to take his word, right? He has. N- Everybody I meet starts at hundred percent, and you can only go down from there. So Brian is still at fucking hundred percent. And hell yes, yeah. you know what I mean. You heard Tim. You heard me. You got to listen to your people, Irene.
1: So you, you know what's off funny? That,
2: scrape off that stuff.
1: But the funny thing about that story is I forgot that whole part of that, you know, that you had resigned. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I forgot that story. But can I tell you another story? Is it good? Yeah, let's talk about the rally. I, yeah. Uh, yeah you, let's let's move on yeah. from that. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever you want. So there's uh, there's a lot of stories, but um, one of my favorite stories is that on the way to the White House, see, I know Gerald Salente a little bit. Am I saying his name right? I think so. Yeah, and um, so when we went to the White House, I walked with him arm in arm the whole time, and there's a whole bunch of pictures that you'll see. And he's just been so wonderful, and actually, he's the best. I was able to chat with him, and the funny story is the night before we had check-in at the hotel. And I'm sitting there trying to organize these badges, which is a whole other story. And uh, Jeff Douglas and Michael Heiss had stopped by, and they were going to this meetup. Uh, The Virginia caucus was doing a little meetup at a bar, right, or something like that in Arlington. And so Solente and his friend walk in, and he's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, you know, we just came to say hi. I'm like, well, there's a meetup you know, you should go. He's like, I'm not going. I'm like, no, you should go. I said, I'm just going to tell one person that you're coming and I'm not going to tell anybody else you come just walk in there. You know? So I text Jeff Douglas and I say, Hey, I'm sending (laughs) Gerald to your meetup. Don't tell anybody, let him just walk in. Like, you know? And so, uh, he went, they took an Uber, him and his friend, he doesn't have a cell phone. His friend is like the cell phone person. And, uh, and they went, and I mean, I don't know. I yeah, I, don't I was know actually how. there. I actually you were there, right? With, I, yeah. went, I went
0: with uh Mike and Jeff and Sarah, and we all went and um Scott Horton and Tatiana were there, and then Gerald rolls up, and like that guy has got such a chill Italian Goodfellas vibe. It's amazing. And like then he gets up on on stage and it's like this, you know, fiery speech, and it's Fire. like killer, it's amazing. But in he's such a gentleman in person, he's like He's like really calm and cool and attentive, and man, he was he was awesome to hang out with.
1: Yeah, I literally walked arm in arm from the Lincoln Memorial to the White House with him, like exactly like that in just a crowd of protesters, and um, we talked about this event, and he was so proud and happy and finally we figured out a way to realize that what unites us is far greater than what divides us we finally realized that this is the way to break the duopoly into a million pieces in my opinion is by realizing that we have a lot of things in common right so the duopoly makes us talk about god guns gays abortion all that stuff that we're not going to agree on and if we just kind of ignore that and realize that we're just humans that just want to have an okay life and we just want to talk about how that pathway can be achieved by, you know, what kind of government we want to have. Um, And he was just so encouraged by it. And we talked about a whole bunch of other stuff and that was a wonderful experience um, for me personally. There's a whole bunch of, there's a story, a scary story actually, is uh, this woman came up to me, you know, towards, the second half people wanted badges. you know we screened everybody you know there was only certain people with green room access uh, you know, and that was sent to security directly and this woman came up and uh, she said that she was with Roger waters and um, and and I was pretty much a dictator about badges because there was two issues one is I wasn't giving anybody a badge that we hadn't already known about or vetted. And two, and most especially, I didn't want anybody having a badge who we wound up not really knowing who would then did something nefarious, and they had that badge. So I literally was the only one giving anybody those badges, and it was, like, my obsession. And so she's, you know talking to me about how she is with Roger Waters and actually he's coming. And, you know, before that, we had to issue badges to the wives and the guests of speakers. So there had been a lot of, you know, extra badges issued, you know, and we had more than 40 press badges issued. And so there was definitely this whole process of vetting people on the fly to make sure that they should get a badge. And there was one moment where these two Russian foreign press people came up to me and showed me credentials and they had press credentials and Trevor the press secretary who is a whole other story I need to tell you about Trevor the press secretary cuz he's awesome um and I I was like well it would be really important if two foreign press Russian reporters got access but I don't know who these people are so but Gerald Salente comes walking by and he said hey Irene what's up and these guys are like we know you and and Gerald Salente said yeah I know them they're real reporters Irene really I've known them for years it's okay you know give them press passes and then we gave them press badges and then I walked them through and they thanked me and they were right there and it thought it was important that People from Russia actually saw what people from America believed. Not that I'm pro-Russian, but that we're all humans, and oh, there's that's no getting reason for out, us Irene. to be <laughs> slaughtering. Hold on, no reason for us to be slaughtering each other on the battlefield over you know mis- myths and misunderstandings and things like that. Really, we're just a bunch of humans, and it's really these governments that are making us fight each other. So that was a crazy story. So I'm issuing all these badges, and this this woman is adamant that Roger Waters is coming. And I knew that he had only given a video, but you know, originally Ron Paul wasn't coming and then he wound up coming. So I'm like, well, you never know. So I'm like, well, and that was my rule. If if you are saying that you're with Roger Waters and I need to see Roger Waters or Nick or Angela need to text me. Like that literally was the rule for any additional badges because it's really was, could be a very dangerous situation. And she, but she was acting really nervous. So I walk all the way, you know, I, there's, if there's video, they see me walking back and forth 20 times. So I go from the press area all the way to the green room, wait to get Angela's attention and say, Angela, seriously, is did Roger Waters change his mind? Is he coming? She's like, absolutely not. I said, oh, well, did this woman who's saying? And she's like, nope, she's lying. I know for a fact. So then I go to head of security. And then um, this other security guy who was my new friend, Ken, because he was always there when I turned around. And he, I told him the story and he said, well, that's fine. You know, I mean, he's, do you know where she is right now? I'm like, no, but, um, he's like, you know, good, you know, good. Because, uh, that was a little bit, uh, a lot of pressure. Right. Cause like, I wouldn't want to make Roger Waters mad, but then I was thinking, well, if he's there, he's going to come up to me and say, Hey, I'm Roger Waters. <laughs> like, I'm going to give him a badge and his friend. But so there was one or two situations where I did get a little stressed and a little bit nervous. Um, There was a couple of
0: interesting uh, situations with the media in general. I mean, uh, at one point I was running back and forth and I had um, a lady from the Japanese press. I don't know who it was, but she didn't have a camera or anything, but she had a notepad and she asked me, you know, what the rally was all about. And she was kind of just, you know, curious. And then she was like, well, is it, is it just uh, ending U.S. funding for the war in Ukraine? I said, well, that's definitely part of it. I said, but, you, you know, something that needs to be said and uh, is that, you know, we're not pro-Russia. We're not pro-Ukraine. We're not pro-NATO. Uh, we're just pro-peace. And that's what this is about. And I said, and if anybody's telling you anything different than that, then they're lying to you. Uh, so yeah. I just made that real clear. And then I kind of moved on. Um, but then uh, there was a lady, uh, Irene, you remember the lady from NBC Nightly News? That was there and she ended up getting uh I don't know what happened but she ended up getting carried away by EMS. Um, Oh yeah
1: I was involved in that because I turned on my doctor hat hat for an hour or so so (laughs) first before we tell that story I have to tell another story so I was with Trevor (laughs) the press secretary who is a super famous press secretary that we have to talk about but anyway um NBC guys I was with NBC local and national I'm not so sure and they wanted what time are we going to get to the White House so I was texting Nick and Angela because I really wasn't sure and we were running late and so and what part what street off of the White House and all that so I was getting that information from them and um and I'm pretty sure they were like known NBC people that I should know if I watched mainstream but I haven't watched mainstream in like four years so I don't know who these people are And um, I said, okay, one minute. And I looked at him, I said, I know I should know who you are, but I don't watch mainstream media. I'm a libertarian. And they actually just laughed. And someone was standing next to me. I don't know if it was Travis, who is a beast of a supporter and a beast of a volunteer. And he was always there to help me. Plus, a whole bunch of other people, including Doug and Chris Pope and a whole bunch of other people that were just so amazing, always like right there and all, the, and Sarah and a million other people that were great volunteers. But yeah, so I told mainstream media that I don't watch them, but uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So Basically. yeah, I was surprised about that whole thing, man. Cause like I, it seemed I, I had this really, and I kind of feel bad cause I don't know if it's just me being like a, kind of paranoid, but like when she started having issues and they called the EMS over that lady from NBC, I was like, is this some kind of like psyop bullshit? <laughs> like, is she faking no. something? You know no. what I mean? Like I immediately no. went there and I kind of felt no. bad about it because I think she was really having some issues, but.
1: No, well, I'll tell you about it. You know, so I heard someone's not feeling well. So I turned Dr. Mav on and I went over and uh, started talking to her and actually it was quite profound she wasn't able to walk anymore she had significant weakness of her lower extremities her husband was there and um they called the medical tank guys and after like five ten minutes I'm like no she she needs to we need to call EMS you know so that whole thing you know told the guys we need to call EMS and you know maybe her blood sugar is low but she wasn't a diabetic all this kind of stuff so And then um, she was really not wanting to go, like get medical care. I don't know, she just didn't want to go. And so, you know, I talked with her and I told her who I was. I told her I was a doctor, and then we started talking. I was trying to calm her down. She was super scared because she really wasn't able to walk. And then when EMS came, she still didn't want to go. And I did have my doctor Mav hat. I'm like, you know, this is not going to go anywhere well for you. You can't walk. You know, you need to go get assessed. And so I pulled Jill Stein in because she's also a doctor, right? So we both looked at her. (laughs) Quick, Jill Stein, get over here. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I said, (laughs) so me and Jill Stein, I said, ma'am, we are both doctors. And we're telling you that you need to go to the emergency room. And and she couldn't even. Yeah, seriously. And she couldn't even pivot really to get on the stretcher. Um. And actually, I did have some, a differential diagnosis as to what's going on, but I'm not going to discuss it for privacy reasons and things like that. But we talked about some things. There's that so I many
2: reasons to... not to discuss that, Irene.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you, you know guys, guys won't know what I'm talking about. No, but yeah. And I, then I was honestly, like...
2: Honestly, in corporate press, I would have over the edge. You know what I mean? Sorry. No, <laughs> <for you>. she <laughs> was a just
1: a lovely human, and she was so appreciative. And actually... Um, I got called away from her, so I left um, one of the other speakers with her to keep an eye on her because another VIP came and he didn't have a badge. So I I had to go take care of that because (laughs) we didn't know. All
2: right. All right. All right. Pause, Irene. I got to put the brakes on you for a minute. (laughs) Okay. I'm talking too much. One one second. We're going to get to some of these comments because we got some friends in here. The Libertarian Party of Delaware says... There's a reason Susan ain't in the Region 5 rep anymore. Discard disingenuous people and refuse to associate with them. I thought this was a nice one that they said. Libertarian Party of Delaware had something else. I wasn't going to go back to the old shit. Um, they said something else in here. <laughs> but, uh, oh, here it is. From the LPDE. What a great rally. It was great seeing the party becoming relevant on the national level, especially for such an important cause. Kudos to everyone who helped put it together. That's definitely all three of you guys. Um, let's see who else. Oh, look who popped in here. Punk rock Alex. Love you all. Or excuse me. Love all you. What a great day. Thanks for everyone's hard work. Except the commies. They didn't do anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They did some of them. Some of them did. They they brought a lot of, they, they brought a lot of stuff. And I'll tell you, Nick, uh, Nick Brana from the people's party, you know, that we probably disagree on 90% of things, but, you know, he's a passionate dude. He's an intelligent guy. He's well-spoken. And when he talks about war, like, he's inspiring. Like, what he's doing is cool, man. And he was, he was with this, and he worked just as hard as anybody else on this thing. So And his you know, dad. And his dad. Absolutely.
1: Rod Branagh <laughs> was on it all day. His dad was amazing.
2: It's better if you can do this with your people, family, or if, if you're in it together. You know, my girl was out with me. Yeah, it's better to do it together. Um, and I, he, every time he got up on the mic, he was really excited. You know, he didn't seem like he was full of shit or like putting on an act, like he was really excited to be there. So I'm cool with that, man. And, um, if they're principled enough to break away from the Bernie bros, be, you know, get away from that woke shit and just focus on the important shit. Plus they want Medicare for all. It's cool. I can work with you on that. No big deal at all. Um, let's see do we have any more comments in here. Do not credit commies, Tim. And, uh, <laughs> Alex you know said, and we're not even—we're not going to read this, but uh, because I don't want to get this episode booted, but we'll just see it there. That's that he's talking is, about your your corporate it, press lady. Is it
4: bad that when I was standing there, that's what my mind went straight through that?
2: We're not going no, to of talk course. about it. We're not going to talk about. We're keeping this episode, goddammit.
4: Yes. Um, <laughs> There's so but, much But bad. to uh, to soon quacks comment um when I'm when like reading. that when that started going down. I looked over at Dr. Paul and like for a moment, like you could, I could tell that he was like thinking about going over there. And then he was like, no, like this isn't my job. Like, you know, these ladies got it. Yeah. They got, there's two doctors over there. They got it. And, (laughs) but there was a moment I saw him like, want to do his doctor thing. Like, like I, you could see like he wanted to react to it, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, to be honest, Jill Stein and I ignored everything else for a little bit because that's how we get. But yeah.
2: Sure. Doctor Duty first. Do no harm. Yeah. Then put on a rally.
1: It's <laughs> a whole thing. Right.
2: Uh guys, we're gonna get on out of here in a minute. But um, if you want to tell people where they should go to look for your party or where they should check out, or who to who do you want to give a shout out to, um, uh, feel free to do it. Tim, let's start with you, man
0: yeah just a shout out to some of the other volunteers matt sarah you know those guys like everybody involved i I can't mention everybody but they were really i mean christian with the website holy crap that guy with the graphics and everything he he deserves huge credit for that yeah absolutely it was incredible well done um they all worked really hard and they deserve a hell of a lot of credit we couldn't do it without without them so um yeah if you're in maryland uh, join LP Maryland. Uh, get a hold of us if you uh, want to get involved in the Mises Caucus.
2: Hell yeah. How about you, Irene?
1: Um, well, Angela and Nick are just fearless leaders. Uh, Christian, who did the website and the graphics and this whole badge thing with me. Poor guy. And TJ, who did all the gear. Jorge Posada, who was uh, on the website team. Um, Travis and Chris and Tracy, who ran the green room, and Doug, who helped me with badges, and I'm forgetting people. And I love you, and I really didn't mean to forget you, but my brain is. How rising. about
2: Amy and Dylan out of Delaware?
0: Who yes, did. dude, the hell the Delaware crew represented. Thanks for yes. coming, guys.
1: And Amy and Dylan, who I kind of really asked them to please. Come
2: and and look, step stuff. right up. Yep. And
1: Dylan, Dylan was security liaison, and that was super important. And it really made me much more calm about certain things, even though the security guys were great. But having Dylan there with um a walkie-talkie and Amy was press liaison, and um she was great with Trevor, who's a whole great thing. So yeah, they were amazing. And Dave Casey had his press badge in the house.
2: Irene. Listen, that changed the whole course of things for me, and I owe you for that. Thank you. Love you.
1: It was not me, but I love you.
2: I don't, I don't care. Who did it? I'll, I'll, who was it? It's the whole team. All right. I love the whole team, but you're very special to me.
1: I
4: love you, Dave Casey.
2: Love you, too. How about you, man? Brian, what's up? What, uh, who do you want to give shout-outs to?
4: Uh, first I want to thank the organizers, Irene, Tim, Angela, Nick. Um, it, I mean, I got to do what I got to do. I, you know, I went from, you know, in charge of sandbags to being Dr. Paul's liaison. I mean, I still had to do the sandbags, but I was also, you know, Ron Paul's guy. Um, and, uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to, uh, LPMD member, Scott Gearhart. um, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have gotten a table there and the way things worked out, I don't know what happened, but uh, LPMD kind of became the unofficial LP national table as well. So uh, definitely shout out to Scott and all the Maryland guys that showed up to help out. And uh, that, that was awesome. It was great seeing all of these Maryland people in force, you know, from, from Tim being way up there as one of the organizers uh, to Tracy in the green room. And then, you know, you David and Scott down at our table and uh, all the punk rock libertarian guys are in Maryland except Babs up in Pennsylvania. But um,
0: yeah, I see, actually got to meet Babs this time. That was nice. Yeah. I, that's the first yeah. time I got to meet Babs. He's much taller than I expected.
4: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that, you know, it, it was just an amazing event and I'm, I'm so thankful that I was a part of it. Um, you know, went from, just doing sandbags. Like that's what was my job. My, my job went from doing sandbags.
2: (laughs) Holy upgrade, bro. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It went from doing sandbags to doing, uh, you know, being Ron Paul's guy. So did you you sign
2: up for sandbag? You were like, no problem. I'll do that. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do sandbags. Yeah, sure.
2: See, bro. That's why, that's why the gold
4: came to you. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, I, it's, it's, I'm glad I went to, I'm glad, so glad I went to Liberty Speaks, uh, over the fall um you know if it wasn't for that i wouldn't have met irene and none of this maybe would have happened you know what i mean so it's just i'm just thankful for everybody all the work that they put in you know it was an amazing event and i can't wait to see what you know the organization does in the future
0: yeah dude one more thing before we get out of here man like uh, angela you know i said something about you know how hard this was to organize and um what you know how difficult of a machine it was becoming. Um, and, you know, Angela responded and said, we've definitely leveled up and gained experience on this. And this is the first of many, man. This is not, we're not going to lose momentum on this. We're going to keep rolling. And, it, you know. That's encouraging. Awesome. Just, yeah. Well, whether it be the uh, coalition that we built or the LP's going to, you know, this was the first time the Libertarian Party has ever done an anti-war rally like this. Yeah. So we were all volunteers. We were all new at this. We just learned everything that we needed to know to do this right and how to do it wrong too. So, yeah. you know, now it's I, I, time to get bigger and better. I just want to say one,
4: one thing real quick, Please, Tim, buddy, do you buddy. remember when this whole thing started like September, October of last year, there was like five or six of us in some random signal chat. There was like yeah. a couple of Maryland guys and a couple of Pennsylvania guys. And at one point I was the one like looking into permits and stuff like that. And then just out of nowhere, just all of these just juggernauts just came into the signal group. And then it went from just a signal group trying to organize this thing. And then it just turned into what it became. And uh, it it was so cool. And it was so cool. Me, like me being in there in the beginning uh, with Tim and a couple other people. And then just, Taking eight steps back and just watching this train just fucking roll down the tracks, it was amazing. It was awesome.
1: But also, what a badass Angela is standing on that stage oh, yeah. at the Lincoln Memorial with her two-month-old baby, who TJ made a Rage Against the War machine onesie for.
2: She's an. Absolute so that baby was warrior.
1: wearing this beautiful, and she just stood there like a awesome queen mom. At the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. I mean, what a badass she is. She Shut up. out. I, I would never. I'm a mother of two children, and you know, I barely was able to go to work and handle my kids. So I would have never been able to do this. I never. I'm sure. Yeah. Of it. So she, she's she unbelievable. So much
0: credit because, like, yeah. she's a new. She she was planning in the middle of you know, like she gave birth in the middle of the planning process. Right.
1: It, literally, I mean?
0: like <laughs> she did that, and like she's running the LNC. She's got all that drama and all that craziness and complexity and like people were smearing her for all. like she's never stopped working. She worked harder than anybody. You know what I mean? Like it's just that's what burns me up when you hear somebody talk bad about her. It's like for what?
2: Yeah, you can tell that's what again that comes back to character, right? It's not about we all agree on the non-aggression principle. They can't. She is a champion, an absolute champion. And has done more in the first nine months than the last three or four... You know, like this, like you guys said, 15 years since we've had an anti-war rally. And for the record, if there were a couple hundred people there, I still would have been like, awesome, libertarians are in the streets. This is beautiful. But there wasn't. There was somewhere between three to 5,000 people there, and it was a total success. She's a... Obviously, she took this on, man, and it didn't, it didn't take long to do it, but I know that she would say you guys were instrumental. It takes people that believe, you know what I mean? Um, to, uh, who are willing to give their time and their energy to this, and uh, people of good character like you guys. Right, the Mises Caucus so said,
0: you. and like the Mises Caucus said, if the haters want to go put on their own rally like they didn't do when they were in power in the Li- Libertarian Party, then we'll go and show them support and not going to fucking knock them for all the you know stupid sh- decisions that they decide to make, you know, like we're going to go and support peace because that's what it's about. It's not about like anything else. So yeah,
2: we ne- we need to not get lost in the minutia. I'm, a- I'm guilty remem- of that sometimes too, but we need to stay there. You're right.
1: But remember, Angela, who is our fearless leader, handled all of that negativity with incredible grace and kindness and professionalism, and that. You know, you don't play in the mud with pigs, right? And that no, she does is not. what that's we what take <laughs> from her leadership, right? That we just keep going and we take human action and we do what we want to do. And you just prove yourself by doing what you do in action. And that's the leadership qualities that Angela has. And that's the part that I'm so grateful to be a part of and so honored to work with her. Because... She just keeps going with grace and professionalism, and that is what makes her such an amazing leader.
2: You're absolutely right, Irene. But as I said in the beginning, we're all different. We all have different talents, and some of us like to fuck shit up. You know,
3: I'm gonna. But there's a stay place for Angela. everybody. <laughs> we gotta. Pr-
2: I'm telling you, protect the empaths. Protect the queen. You know what I mean. This all makes sense. Some people got to go to war. That's what we do around here. Um, guys anything else before we get out of here
0: just thank you for everybody that came because yeah it, man you know, what a success we're gonna do another one we want to see more people
2: no doubt thank you guys for organizing it and uh just hang out backstage real quick and um we'll get on out of here okay thanks right on Appreciate thanks Dave.
3: and Dan. yo bro you've been really quiet Dude, I'm just, honestly, I'm grateful for all the hard work they put into yesterday because it was really great. And mm-hmm. I was also thinking that I think it is a shame and maybe a little coincidental that the same day that the Rage Against the War Machine Rally marched to the White House, Biden flew to Kiev to meet with Zelensky. That's, That's a damn that. shame. Yep.
2: Wanted to clear, clear on out. He didn't see us when we went to the White House to give him the finger for sure. Right, that. Weird. I demand kind of, you know, the attention. when If I'm going to come all the way, you know what I mean? Be there for me. <laughs> yeah.
3: Really, the 19th,
2: that's when you went? Right. Damn. And next week, there's going to be the 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 blue and yellow flags waving. This will be the support for the Ukraine, which will probably be 100,000 people in the streets going, yeah! Yep. Send another 100 million! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Ukraine! And we're going to Afghanistan! And we're going Ooh. to Libya! You know? <laughs> These motherfuckers. Yeah. bro. Couldn't have done it without you, man. I had the best time. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, We'll talk about the next time we'll do an episode, but uh, yeah, we we had a busy one, so we'll see. Yeah, I'll catch uh, up with you. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk about it. All right, everybody. That's it. Episode 43 is in the books, and uh, I had a great time. It's been a really great couple days, and um, I'm surrounded by really awesome, talented people. And um, yeah, I feel really lucky. And uh, I'm going to go practice some gratitude. So, peace. Now that the smoke's
3: gone And the air is all clear Those who are right there Got it